the thyroid, it kind of regulates your metabolism. And if your metabolism is slow when you have hypothyroid, then you don't have a lot of energy. With thyroid issues, you've got to like talk to your doctor, get that under control. Sometimes if it's really extreme, they can give you medications. And of course, going gluten and dairy free can help as well. Because if you're sensitive to those foods, basically every time you eat it, it's inflammatory. Your body attacks it as an invader and also attacks your thyroid molecule as well. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna prove them wrong and take control of yourself. Well, three days into Barcelona and our heater has broken. I am shivering. Yeah, it's pretty cold. I'm sitting on a metal chair <laughs> in our Airbnb with the cheap, cute furniture, freezing. <laughs> the repairman came today. He like looked at it and he's like, no possible. He's going to come back another day and bring a new thermostat thingy. Yeah, I think so. I think though we broke it though, Tallinn. I think it's our fault. How? How? Because how could I have broken it? You put it, it on used thirty it. degrees Celsius for several days in a row without turning it off. Yes. How does that break it? Do you it, know though? what thirty degrees converts to? Eighty. Eighty-five degrees. I but think it eighty-six. It was not eighty-five. In this I know apartment. it wasn't like it really was that. It wasn't working that 72. good. Seventy-two. Well, again, it's an old building. It's three hundred years old. The pipes or the the, aqu- the aqueducts? No, not aqueducts. The ducts. The duct system. <laughs> I should, I, I'm an engineer. I should know what these things are called. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It wasn't very efficient. So Tallinn literally put it, up, put it up all the way to 30 degrees Celsius, which at the time I should have done the conversion is 86 degrees Fahrenheit. I did the conversion and I didn't care. Yeah. Because I'll tell you one thing. I was freezing and 26 Celsius wasn't cutting it. So I said, F this. And I raised it to 30. <laughs> Then the damn thing broke. And now I knew we're this suffering. would happen. I really did. I was like, we're going to go to an Airbnb. We're going to do our best. So there's a heater and there's Wi-Fi and all these things. And I know we're going to get there and none of it's going to work. I know. It's like 80% is working. So here's the thing. The heater broke. The Wi-Fi is a little like, eh, you know, <laughs> it's not the best Wi-Fi in the world. But, you know, we can't complain. It's fine. Um, what else? There's a washer, but no dryer. Uh, we, but that's we, normal. We, we asked the Airbnb host, oh, like, does a washer have a dryer? Like, because sometimes they have, like, both, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, no, but it does have a centrifuge. It's so European, you know? Like, <laughs> only in Europe you would say centrifuge. Because in America, like, you just say it spins. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I only understood it because I, like, remember that word from lab in science class. The centrifugal force, right? Yeah. Is that yeah. What, what they say? The, the centrifugal like force. the test tubes. And yeah. Stuff. That was so funny. Oh, man. I'm but we're, we're having a great time in Barcelona, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's freezing because in Barcelona, it's, it's literally, it is, like, 50 degrees during the day. And then at night, it drops to like 40 degrees. So imagine yeah. not having a heater. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone can imagine this, except for us who are in, from California and oh, like so spoiled. spoiled with our heater on 77 all day. We're so spoiled. Well, that's you. I don't Again, even you care. go away too much. You like it. Don't Some, even lie. I like it in the mornings, but then yeah. you keep it on until like 1 p.m. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, what's up, sisters? We're loving Barcelona. We went to a famous park today called Park Güell. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. A lot lost. of walking. We got lost, yeah. Time, but we made it out. Time tripped like 10 times. Yeah. All on camera. <laughs> You'll see it on YouTube. <laughs> By the way, if you want to like really experience this travel that we're doing, I highly recommend go to our YouTube channel, PCOS Weight Loss. We do PCOS informational videos, and now we're going to do PCOS videos with some traveling incorporated into it. So it's going to be really fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, today's episode, though. Are you going to quiz me? Yeah. (laughs) So today's episode, we're doing uh, the fun game again. Guess this food. (sighs) We're going to do a little Q&A, and then we're going to also do why sisters can be tired all the time. So we're going to give it some of the reasons why... Uh, You may be feeling fatigued throughout the day and what you can do to resolve those issues and have more energy and like, yeah, fix the fatigue. I can't wait to talk about that because I'm going to do an analogy with jet lag, jet lag and PCOS. Yeah. Talian suffered from jet lag for about five days. It was kind of annoying towards the end, like, because I was like, okay, like, I felt like I was taking care of a toddler who was like having like a tantrum every, like every day at 3 p.m. Every day at 6 p.m., I was falling apart. From 3 to 6. Okay. It was like a toddler who didn't now take a nap. Now it's like 8 o'clock. And then you would take a nap at 6 until like 8 p.m., which is not the right thing to do. Well, I stopped doing that. I stopped napping. I've never had so much trouble acclimating to jet lag, I will say. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, this was crazy. Yeah. And even now that I'm not napping and I'm like sleeping at like 10 or whatever, I'm still struggling to fully sleep for eight hours because my body's like, no. It's not nighttime in California. Yeah. Wake up. We slept good today. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the game. So if you're new to the podcast, this game is called Guess This Food. It's a very PCOS friendly food or ingredient. It could be a spice. It could be a drink. It could be basically anything. And Talian has no idea what it is. I'm going to give her some little tips along the way, about like five, six tips. And you at home, you can guess too. Feel free to yell it out. Even if you're in the office, it's no problem. Just yell it out. And the sooner Italian guesses, the more imaginary points you get. So you can lock in your guess, and I'll continue <laughs> with my tips. But you can't change it okay. once you do it. I have to explain it every time because you always forget. I way. don't always forget. How dare you? Okay. All right. You ready? Do it. All right. So I always start off with some history. The first tip is ancient Romans associated this with the goddess of venus which is the goddess of love beauty sex fertility <laughs> do you Continue. know what it is I have an idea. i'll explain later why that is okay all right so you don't know i'm gonna say pomegranate but i'm not locking it in you can't just give a guess and not lock it in yeah i can no see I, this is what i mean sisters you see earlier she said i know i, I know the rules <laughs> but yet she still just throws out a guess because she thinks this is some sort of like what difference does it make i just said something you have to lock it in or else this game is pointless okay, okay. if you can just continue. throw a guess every continue. time continue continue <sighs> i hope everyone knows i'm joking <laughs> sometimes people think i'm really serious like i'm just I, i'm a joker okay go I'm a jokester go I'm drinking my decaf coffee here, trying to trick my body to think it's real caffeine. Can you just go? The next tip is it's plant-based, but composed of 23% protein. Oh. Next one. Oh, this is perfect. It can be used. Oh, this is going to get you so good. It can be used <laughs> as a coffee substitute, caffeine-free. What the F? Since the late 1700s, 
this has been used as an alternative to coffee beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So- you don't know that, do you? No. All right. Protein? Coffee? Mm-hmm. It's a drink. Okay. We're going to continue. Well, they, they ground roast it. And then from there, they make the coffee. Okay. Like whatever this is that I'm talking about, they okay. ground roast it. Okay. All right. We're going to continue. She has no idea. I should do something where if you get it wrong, I, I get something. Just what's the point of me making this as difficult? Just All right, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Next one. Studies have shown that eating this can significantly reduce your LDL cholesterol over time and contribute to better heart health. I bring this up because heart health and PCOS can be correlated. Do so I know what this is? It's yeah. It's very common. We eat this all the time. We eat this all the time. That's right. I have a lot of recipes in the sisterhood with this. <gasps> okay, continue. <gasps> continue. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay, this one's a little bit still a little bit difficult, but after these two it gets easier. It's full of essential minerals like calcium, copper, iron, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, potassium, zinc, and one of the best sources of folate, which is great for regeneration of cells. <sighs> okay. So no guess. No, no guess. All right, we had two more. These two are going to be easier. It's a popular legume. Is that how you say legume? Mm-hmm. Legume. Legume? <laughs> Legume. I have no idea. All right, and the last one. You, you're gonna, you better get this one as an Armenian person. It's used Arme- to make hummus. Garbanzo bean? That's one name for it. Chickpeas? <laughs> what? The coffee... Tip yes. threw me off. Yeah, well, that's the whole point of the game is to throw you off. But like chickpea coffee? Look it up. I'm She's typing, sisters. Coffee. Since I'm telling you, I looked this up. Since the late 1700s, ground roasted wow. chickpeas have been used as an alternative to coffee beans. So if you're looking for a caffeine-free substitute, grab some... Could you imagine? <laughs> oh my gosh, this Don't get is me wrong. a new trend. I am not suggesting to anyone that they should go and make chickpea coffee and get rid of your decaf coffee or whatever. Like, if you want to keep drinking your coffee, I'm not trying to make anyone stop drinking their coffee and have chickpeas. I'm just trying to I say... Mean, I just I would use say it as a guess. stop drinking your coffee. I'm going to be bold and say stop drinking coffee. Well, stop over-drinking your coffee is all I will say. Throw the whole thing out. You don't need it. So, yeah. Well, isn't that interesting, We're going to talk about fatigue in this segment, <laughs> and I'll tell you how you can really get some energy. So, just going back to one th- other thing I said. So, I talked about how the ancient Romans associated this with the goddess of Venus, the, the Roman goddess of love, beauty, sex, and fertility. The reason why, why? is because it contains phytoestrogens, mm. which are plant compounds with estrogen-like effects. Interesting. Therefore, it can help improve sex drive. However, you got to be careful because too much consumption can actually do the opposite. So in, just like anything else in moderation, this can be very helpful. Yeah. And as we mentioned earlier, it's composed of 23% protein. So if you're looking for ways to reduce your meat consumption or if you're vegetarian, this is a great alternative. It's really good for heart health. And it, it's very nutrient-dense. I mentioned it has all those essential minerals. So... It's, it's a great option, sisters. It's great. I had hummus today. No, yeah. I feel good about it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Or do you feel, you know, like you, you just ate it like an hour ago. 
and you still guessed it wrong. <laughs> you should have said, you ate this today. Oh, wait, wait, how easy am I going to make it for you? <laughs> Next time, I'll just like start with the hummus one first. I mean, the coffee tip really threw me off. Oh my God, I'm getting the chills. It's so cold. In this you want to get a sweater? No, it's fine. Okay. And let us know, sisters, if you like this guess this food segment Tanya loves it <laughs> I think this was I think this one was especially one of the most fun we've done in the past right yeah yeah this was this one was really fun it's hard by the way for me to make this game up I have to like, really do my research <laughs> and I always change what I'm doing oh like you have one thing in mind you change it yeah like for example with this game I started with olives uh-huh. and then like I was trying to do but it wasn't it wasn't that fun I was like uh-huh. ah I mean I knew something else <laughs> so yeah all right let's go to our Q&A so we got about three questions today. Let's start with the question. first one. Go for it. Sam 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 1106 says, wouldn't you feel even hungrier after eating fruits? Sometimes that's how it makes me feel. So then I eat more than I should, which makes it so much tougher for me to lose weight. Yes. So when you eat fruit alone, your blood sugar can spike and then crash. And then you want more fruit and then spike and then crash. And it's like, you can't stay full for very long, especially if you struggle with insulin resistance. Not ideal to just like eat a bunch of fruit as a snack. But what you can do is pair your fruit with, for example, almond butter, like an apple and almond butter. I like to get fancy and like smash raspberries and mix it with peanut butter and make this like (laughs) blend of deliciousness and like seeds on top for more healthy fats. So anyways, my point, eating fruit alone, not as productive as pairing it with a healthy fat or protein. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you can't have nuts, you can try other proteins like egg or prosciutto, prosciutto and like peaches. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Or like berries. Yeah. yeah. So I don't suggest like an acai bowl as a snack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. And if you're wondering where we're getting these questions from, it's from our Instagram account, PCOS.WeightLoss. All you gotta do is just leave a comment on one of our posts. That's where we grab these from. Or if you want to send a DM as well, we randomly grab these from throughout the Instagram page. So the next question is from Menu Uraju. She asks, how do we learn our daily carb tolerance? That's a great question. It gets a little bit complicated. So basically in the sisterhood stage four, we talk about how to discover your carb tolerance. And what you want to do is track your carbs each day and try to eat. For example, you'll, you'll start with like 150 grams a day. See how you feel. You know, are you fatigued after your meals? Were they too much carbs for you? What was the feeling with that? Were you bloated? Whatever. And then slowly lower it down. Don't just like suddenly cut out your carbs and eat like 50 grams a day. No, start with 150, slowly lower it down, slowly and every day evaluate how you feel. And we have like a worksheet in the sisterhood where you can see like it like asks you, did you feel fatigued? Did you feel the yeah. If so, lower your carbs or yeah. raise your carbs. It's, like a daily, it's a daily carb check. Yeah. So yeah. you can really understand how to discover your car. And then once you know, cause like, for example, I eat like a hundred grams of carbs a day or 120. And I know that like, I'm going to feel some type of way if it goes above that or below that, I'm going to feel hangry or cravings or like dizzy or whatever. So this is really important to know this about yourself and you get used to knowing what a hundred grams looks like. And then you don't have to track anymore. Yeah. 
And if you want to learn more like in-depth information about the carb tolerance, we highly recommend in the sisterhood stage four, you'll definitely have more information there, including a couple of downloads, the carb tracker. So highly recommend if you're looking to find your carb tolerance, join us in the sisterhood. And of course, you always get to ask us questions anytime you want in the private Facebook group. All right. Third question. question. Mama Via says, where are your pink sneakers from? Oh, that's about the Instagram post with the workout that you were doing. Oh, they're APL. APL. So if, and if you're looking for any like sneakers or shoes for working out, I highly also recommend No Bull. Mm-hmm. It's spelled N-O-B-U-L-L. And they make both men's and women's shoes. But they're, I, I kind of got time to go ahead and try them out one day. And they make really, really good running shoes. Really comfortable. Also stylish. I personally, they're my favorite like go-to like... Uh, I've had them th- their workout shoe for about like three, four years, like the same exact one because they're super easy to clean. You just like brush mm-hmm. it with some soap, like a shoe soap, whatever you, mm-hmm. you can buy. And like they completely clean up perfectly. So you can just keep wearing them for like three, four years because they're really good quality. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. Comfortable like, and stable for your foot. Yeah. And really good for weightlifting and really good for just like a sneaker, like walking. Yeah. Running, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No one's running. <laughs> well no people can run i mean people run <laughs> yeah like jogging and stuff like that yeah, yeah that's true sorry come on talking <laughs> you can run with pcs did you hear about that sister who took ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one incredible I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body, but with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. All right. So before we get to why you may be feeling tired all the time, let's go to our wins of the week. So these are fellow sisters who are managing their PCOS, reversing their symptoms, basically showing PCOS who the dang boss is. Miss Wicked says, thank you so much for your videos. I quit dairy and gluten and sugar for three months. Finally got my period today. I haven't had it in three years. You changed my life for the best. That's amazing. That's amazing. Great so job, happy Ms. Wicked. for you. Great job. That is so cool. Three years, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the stress. Yeah. But for you, it was one year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like super stressed out the yeah. whole time. Every month, you feel worse and worse. Yeah, like it's like Psychologically, panic. yeah. Yeah, totally. All right, our next winner is Shanice. She says, so I was diagnosed with PCOS back in September 2021. I started taking Ovacetol shortly afterwards. Yesterday, I had my blood drawn to check my glucose and insulin levels. In September, my insulin was 395 and my glucose was 107. Today, my insulin levels are 18.4, and glucose is 102. I'm still pre-diabetic, but we are getting there. I am beyond excited. I've lost over 10 pounds, wow. and I can actually see and feel the difference. That's fabulous. That's so good, sister. As you're saying, you're, you're getting there, right? So it's not about 
snap and you, you perfectly like fix it or you reverse everything or you've gone to exactly where you are. It takes mm-hmm. steps. It took time, multiple years to get where she is today. So you're taking the amazing steps. We are proud of you and keep doing what's working for you. 10 pounds. Wow. Kother Burhan says, ah, <laughs> I've been doing gluten and dairy free for almost two months and my period came today within 35 days. The first time it has happened naturally since I was 12 years old. I'm now 33. I can't believe it. I'm so happy, grateful for this group. I even got pregnant naturally in 2020. Had a beautiful girl last year. So, so glad I found this group and I've even made some really great friends here. Thank you, Tallinn, for building this community. Can't believe I'm crying about my period right now. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for you. I know. That's amazing. And that's a message from the sisterhood. I'm so happy she's made such great friends, you know, in the sisterhood because that's exactly what that community is there for. Seriously. Yeah. Two months. My gosh. Look how much how how much you've done in just two months. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Okay. So let's go to our main topic of today's episode. Why you may be feeling tired tired all the time. This is a great question. Especially because we're tired right now from this long day in Barcelona. Yes. All right. Dr. Felix Gersh says that women with PCOS are in a constant state of jet lag. Now, that doesn't mean you can't reverse it, but that is how it presents itself, right? So when you're supposed to have energy, you're fatigued. When you're supposed to be tired and ready for bed, you have energy. And it's just the opposite of what needs to happen. This is because our hormonal rhythms are out of whack. And when our cortisol in the morning is supposed to be high, it's actually low and we're fatigued. And so what can you do to get that under control? There's a lot you can do and a lot you can think about. And so we're going to go through a couple of those points right now. All right. So the first point is your stress hormones. So specifically, or one of your stress hormones, your cortisol hormone, mm-hmm. which is, has a direct impact on how they affect your energy levels. So one thing that we talk about all the time is cortisol dysregulation. But what is that exactly? So when you wake up in the morning, your cortisol should be at an all-time high or all-day high. And as you go throughout your day, your cortisol hormone is supposed to go down and in the evening should be at the lowest point in the day. At that point, your melatonin should then be all the way up, therefore telling your body, okay, it's time to sleep. Then in the morning, again, the same cycle happens again. Your melatonin hormone now is all the way low. Your cortisol hormone is now at the highest point. That's supposed to be how your cortisol hormone (laughs) and your stress hormone is supposed to basically regulate throughout the day. And that has a direct impact on your energy levels. If you don't have enough cortisol in the morning, then you're going to feel fatigued. You're going to feel tired. You're just going to feel sluggy. Mm -hmm. So same thing in the evening. If your cortisol hormone isn't low and your melatonin isn't high, then you're going to feel energetic instead. You're going to feel like jittery Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be able to fall asleep. And even when you do fall asleep, because your cortisol hormone is so out of rhythm, you're not going to be able to have a good night of sleep. Therefore, you're going to wake up feeling tired. So it's this really... I want to just say really horrible cycle Mm -hmm. that just, you know, impacts so many women with PCOS. And you just constantly feel like you're in jet lag. That's what Dr. Felix Gersh describes it as. And that's a great description because you're just like tired during the day about to nap. And that's exactly what jet lag is, right? Your jet lag, when you have jet lag, your body has no idea what time of day it is. So therefore it's like your cortisol hormone is at the wrong level at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, exactly what she's talking about. Yeah. 
So then the next reason why you might be feeling tired is over-exercising. So what happens when you go on like a really long run and really just like taking it to the next level, hours at the gym, back-to-back kickboxing classes, day whatever, after day. day after day, your cortisol elevates. And then it, for P- women with PCOS, it's hard to bring it back down. So you might find yourself like in your car after your workout having anxiety or like can't like relax, you know, can't even drive. Like I know people who have said this, I've had it myself. And I have a friend who specifically said this the other day about how she like gets in her car after her workout and she like can't even drive because she's like so anxious and like all over the place. Yeah. You should feel like you meditated after your workout. Mm -hmm. You should feel strong, relaxed, clear, not like frantic and hectic. Yeah. It should, it should be like some calm energy. Mm-hmm. And so that's how you know you're doing good for your cortisol. Yeah. And not just that, when you overexercise, it also puts a lot of havoc on your entire body system. So if you're constantly overexercising day after day without your body recovering, your body is always in a state of trying to recover your body is just exhausted it's trying to repair the muscles in your body it's trying to hydrate the muscles in your body but it can't because you keep on exercising and it just doesn't know what to do so literally your body is overworking trying to compensate for all the exercise and therefore you don't have enough energy left for your actual day Mm -hmm. and your body yeah then we have low thyroid hormone or hypothyroidism. This can trigger a lot of fatigue because the thyroid, it kind of regulates your metabolism. And if your metabolism is slow when you have hypothyroid, then you don't have a lot of energy. It's awful. Like with thyroid issues, you gotta like talk to your doctor, get that under control. Sometimes if it's really extreme, they can give you medications. And of course, going gluten and dairy-free can help as well because if you're sensitive to those foods, then every time you eat them, your body is attacking well i mean it's like i can really go down this rabbit hole about talking about this but basically every time you eat it it's inflammatory your body attacks it as an invader and also attacks your thyroid molecule as well so really important with that to get it taken care of because you don't want to struggle with the symptoms of hypothyroid yeah definitely get your thyroid levels checked if you're constantly tired because it could just be your thyroid one of the reasons that you're tired all the time Mm -hmm. and highly recommend Taking a lab test, again, we have a lab test in the description that we find to be very helpful. It also comes with a $50 off voucher, so highly recommend it. Next one is your insulin. Right. Insulin resistance or your insulin hormone. Yes. If you have insulin resistance, your blood sugar isn't being regulated properly. And when your blood sugar crashes, you're going to feel fatigued. And I can definitely attest to this because... If I'm not managing my insulin resistance, I start falling apart. So exhibit A, (laughs) moving to Barcelona. (laughs) Definitely started falling apart. Why? Not getting good sleep. It's bad for insulin resistance. Not working out and lifting weights. Bad for insulin resistance. I'm losing muscle. And I'm fatigued and I get cravings. And it's annoying. And I'm like hangry. (laughs) Instead of just like mildly hungry before lunch, I'm hangry. So... I am jumping back on the wagon. I'm going to go to the gym, getting better sleep now. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. But I know this about myself. I know what's going on. This is why I brought Ovacetol with me mm-hmm. so that I can avoid these problems. And it's just part of life and having PCOS. It's a lifelong thing. If you know your body, then you can take care of it properly. And if I had 
not skip the gym the week before we got here because I was like overwhelmed. Well, with you were overwhelmed. You're packing. You had no time. Yeah, like it's not your fault at all. I mean, a thirty-minute workout. Sure, good. but you know, it was so much happening. Like you can't blame yourself for that. Yeah. And then lastly, and this one's also really important: being nutrient deficient. So a lot of sisters can be with nutrient deficient due to multiple reasons. One of them can be under eating or it can be that you're just not eating the foods with the right nutrients or maybe you just need some extra supplements. Or you're not absorbing nutrients because you're eating inflammatory foods that make it hard, like gluten and dairy. Yeah, that make it hard to Mm -hmm. like actually absorb the nutrients in the foods. And some common like nutrients that people can be deficient in that can cause tiredness are, for example, iron, B12, other B vitamins as well, magnesium, vitamin D, omega-3 fatty acids, potassium, carbohydrates, and there's others as well. But those are some of the main nutrients that if you're deficient in, it can definitely cause fatigue throughout the day. So again, getting lab work done Mm -hmm. to see if you're deficient in those can really be helpful. And I will say taking CBD before you sleep will also help with your fatigue because it'll help you get good quality sleep. Yeah. And then wake up feeling well rested. Yeah. It can help with your stress hormones as well. Mm-hmm. Bring those cortisol levels down, help yeah. you sleep better. That's for right. Sure, for sure. I'll right. probably pass out at dinner if I took CBD right now. <laughs> no, do not, do, do not take CBD. <laughs> We're meeting our fellow sister. Yes. We cannot be tired for this, Talia. I'm so excited. No, I'm so excited. Oh it's going to be so fun. We have 29 minutes to get ready and be there. Yeah. But we're, we're semi-ready. Mm-hmm. And just like a 10-minute walk. And it's going to be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. We look really forward to it. And uh, we're going to definitely like post how the dinner goes with our fellow sister on our private Facebook group in the sisterhood. We'll definitely share it on Instagram as well. Look forward to it. And it's going to be really fun. We'll let you know. Yes. One funny thing I wanted to say is like last week at the end of the podcast episode, we said ciao because we were trying to be like Spanish. But then we later, immediately realized, okay, it's not ciao. It's Did adios. Really? Oh, yeah. Gosh. So I had to like cut that out. So we <laughs> would embarrass so ourselves. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have any questions for next week's episode, feel free to drop them on our Instagram, PCOS.WeightLoss. And we'll see you next week. Talk to you soon. Adios. Adios. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.